0: Hello everyone and welcome to Local Chad's episode 48 I almost forgot English there Joining me today is the one and only Ian Gibson We don't have a third person because every single person I asked Couldn't make it But that's what I get for thinking I had booked it And then waking up this morning and reala- realizing I didn't uh, So you're stuck with us um, To talk about the video games it's gonna be fun it's gonna be wild it's going to you're you're in the splash zone everybody so get ready to get wet uh we're gonna (laughs) sorry i don't i don't know where i'm going with this um it's been a wild week i'm so i've been on so many zoom meetings i'm just fried um and it's not like like i can do some work during zoom meetings
1: but i mean to adjust the topic slightly but like y'all zooming we're microsoft teams and i feel like teams is not great but it's better than zoom
0: oh i like zoom zoom's great it's just like it's just being on a call for multiple hours two days in a row it's tough yeah Yeah. um it's tough
1: i was on like i was on a call so long today that my headset died and i had to switch to (laughs) my phone the other like five hours straight that's why I stopped
0: using my AirPods for meetings, because it kept happening, and I'm too unreliable yeah. to charge them. So I was like, I- I'll just use the Mac's uh, microphone. The The other thing is, um, there were people in the San Francisco office. So there were people in the office and people online. Oh, that's so the like, worst. It was a little bad, but honestly, props to them. They did an amazing job. They had someone watching the online chat the whole time. We raised hands. Like... It was good. it went good. and nobody in the office was having side conversations so It actually that's went really good. smoothly. I was I was thinking of writing a message in our slack being like "Hey, It's the first year I've been here and that was and I know this is probably the first year you've done this But that was flawless as far yeah, as that, that was sort
1: great. of stuff. So that's that's good. That's good It goes like that because that can go very wrong
0: <laughs> Yeah, the other thing I found myself doing um, So I'll, not to jump the gun here, but I've been playing a lot of Game Boy games recently and so I found myself uh-huh. today looking at mods for Game Boy cases and Game Boys and stuff. So I have I have several Game Boys. I have a Color. I have a couple uh, of these Advances. And I have an Advance SP, like well, I said. Well, this is a podcast. Uh, I, know, uh... <laughs> I know. That's why I'm saying the full names. Video people get to see this. Podcast people tell. don't. No you prepared to. for this. Um actually the box is literally right here cuz I was looking at stuff today. So anyways, I came across uh like you can do screen mods and stuff and then there's battery mods and shell mods. So regardless, um That's cool. I have my AGS 101 which is the good backlit screen for Game Boy Advance SPs, but my other Game Boys uh the advances don't have any backlighting and the other SP I have is a front light that's terrible uh and i think i'm gonna swap the screens out i was watching some comparison videos today a it looks amazing it looks better than the 101 and Mm -hmm. b the new screen and like the the motherboard clip and everything is like 50 bucks which really isn't that bad and then all in like if i wanted to buy a new shell new buttons uh, a new
1: battery, new screen. It would probably it would be less than a hundred dollars. Um, That's not bad because like a brand new SP, brand new, but isn't buying a new used SP. I looked it up recently. It's like one fifty. It's too much. It's way too yeah. much. And the ones you don't
0: want to buy for SP are cheaper, but you don't want to buy those ones. Um, yeah. But you could buy one for a screen mod. So I got really excited today because I was like, oh, I should do. I think I'm gonna do start doing some screen mods so i got 3 advances that i can mess up uh and then yeah. an yeah. sp so i think i might do that they also had uh i don't know how this company gets them they must sh- like shuck broken sps but uh they had like the famicom sp shell and then uh-huh. they had um like uh famicom buttons so it, like, it was like the multicolored buttons and like well, they could be making purple their own. end they were they could be but the ones that were the reason i think they sh- they shucked them is uh for the ips screens i think they're called you have to shave down original kits because it has oh, to yeah. fit in there properly and i figured if they were producing their own they they have ones they produce their own that don't uh you don't yeah. need to shave down so i i think they are doing yep. that which i mean honestly i would do that too um all this is culminating me into also stumbling into a guy who does uh
1: explosion art with Game boys I saw that. I don't know if you looked at the price. It is way too much to pay him to do it. No offense, but I would love to do that on my own.
0: That and also I I was trying to factor in how much I like obviously this guy buys broken stuff. Um but I was trying to factor in how much you would have to spend on broken things.
1: Um whereas you could just do it with one of yours. With one yeah. of yours that you're not using. That's the thing. Because I realized I, I, I should go back. I realized his costs are high because I, I think like a GBA advanced one was like two fifty or something like that. And then I realized, oh, he's probably spending one fifty on the stuff alone and then totally. exploding it out from there. So so his prices do make sense. It's just a lot more than I'm willing to pay for it.
0: Yeah. So I think I that leads this entire conversation to some of my stuff I think I'm gonna try to mod, which will be fun. And then mm-hmm. one of them, I might do an explosion thing. I think that would look really cool. That's cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of, uh, I've, been, I've been Game Boy crazy. And the reason I've been Game Boy crazy, folks, is because I have been playing a lot of Game Boy games. I have been playing, I'll start with uh, the hotness. I've been playing uh, Advance Wars,
1: which is a very good game.
0: Uh, for those, Let me of you- ask you a question.
1: Yes, I, I played the original, but you know, I was a kid, so I was kind of messing around with it for a couple hours. I didn't take it too seriously when it got any sort of difficult. I gave up. Um, does it hold up? You picking it up today. The original Game Boy Advance game does it hold up.
0: Yes, I have. Been, I've been playing it pretty much awesome. every night. Um, I, I finally made it through the entire tutorial. It's quite long because it's like a campaign that you fight. And so now I'm yeah, now I'm into the main game with Andy. Um, and I did my first mission yeah. of that last night and it it, it was really fun uh, I like they like introduce a lot of things throughout the tutorial but then when you're in the maps you don't necessarily always have the conditions that they introduce you in the tutorial which is neat because I was by the end of the tutorial I was like oh is every level going to be like this but it, it's not that way um, yeah So I, I've been having fun with it uh, I'll have more to report on when I play a lot more but it's definitely held my attention enough that i've been playing it before bed every night and forgetting to read Ooh. uh so hey, that's the problem with the portable portable console is I just... it's portable
1: it's it's hella portable it, it's also great anywhere.
0: yeah and it's great like i can sit on the couch and watch something and play it and it's not nothing yeah. on the game boy is ever
1: pressing enough that i can't pause it or something you No. Know? Um, yeah, I I've been thinking about going back to Advance Wars and then that remake got announced. I'm sorry, remaster. I guess I would call it a remaster. Right, cuz yeah. they just it's huh? new res new textures and everything, but it's not quite a remake.
0: They're not well,
1: it fundamentally changing. Yeah. Um but I have uh the other thing I'm worried about though is I played War Groove recently for about an hour, which is very similar. Um And honestly, I I don't I didn't really like the system in Wargroove And I'm afraid that It's too much like Advance Wars And I'm not, I I think I may not Be a fan of that style of Tactics game You know, Mm -hmm. where you have Units on a screen, you move them around the grid And then you do the the versus duel And you have the turn by turn That very particular Advance Wars style I'm afraid I may not be a fan, but I I do think At some point I'm going to go back and give Advance Wars a shot
0: Yeah, it's, it's certainly been really fun. Um I had more I like I started it thinking like, oh, I'll finally check this out and probably not play all of it. I've been playing it a bunch. Um and then the other game I've been playing for our new series called Poke Will is uh about me eating poke bowls. Uh I've been playing Pokemon Fire Red uh mm. which I hate to admit uh I in front of my friends
1: and family. No but I, this also will make me look like an idiot. I never knew about... Hey, 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 hey. Real quick, real quick. Cool your jets. You're only a couple hours into the game. This is a long game. I know. You could go back to hating Pokemon. Who I knows? Know. But but please continue. But, you know, don't come to a conclusion yet. You got yeah. a long way to you're go. You're right, you're right, you're right.
0: Um, I never knew about catching Pokemon. And... That's kind of crazy because the whole thing with Pokemon is basically. What are you about? It's
1: basically like catching them. That's like a whole yeah. thing, and which is crazy. I, I know. I, I'm not taking you literally because I, I there's no possible way that you could be literal about this. No, when I'm not literal. What was it before? What was it before? before? Like, what was your concept and or memory and or use of Pokemon before? Before Pokemon in started? the before times,
0: uh, before this yes. new normal for Pokemon. Um I would play it and then I'd be like oh that guy's cool and I, like I would catch him. You know, you like get her get them health low and you catch him. And then you're like cool I have this pokemon now. But now now I'm like this is partly because I'm, as a rule in our game, I'm not allowed to continue forward. So I'm just backtracking and looking up all the Pokemon I can possibly catch in that area. And I've caught every Pokemon I can catch in the game right nice. now. Nice. I have put nice. the game down. I spent an hour trying to get a stupid Kakuna, uh, which had a 14% catch rate or uh, show up rate. Yet I kept getting Metapods that had a 4%. percent hmm uh, and I finally got a female Nidoran who have a, who has a one percent. Uh, oh really? Theme. So, um, and so many Pikachu's that have five percent. So I've caught every Pokemon so far. So I put the game down because there's literally nothing else, and I don't want to over level or something like that. Uh, because I actually looked it up. There's quite a ways until the next gym, so I don't want to accidentally do that. Uh, but I've been like catching them and i'm like now that i'm catching them in this way i'm like oh i'm catching these guys to fill out my pokédex but i'm also looking at them like oh what is a what is your type good against and what is what is that type good which also websites i don't know if i'm just an idiot but no. some of the ways the websites show what's good against what
1: is so confusing yes and some of the, some of them some of them make sense. Like water is strong against fire. Some of them don't really make a lot of sense. So you have to memorize them versus like puzzle them out. And that that is, that is the number one thing that pushed me back against Pokemon. When I started playing Pokemon was all of a sudden having to know all of these types. And depending on which game you play, they don't surface it well at all. Even like the current Pokemon you're facing, what their type is in, in some of them, you can't even look it up while you're playing the game in the game so you have to do a reference for it and i love that strategic depth but they do not do a good enough job of surfacing it
0: yeah and i also don't like bulb a bulb bulbpedia bulbapedia bulbapedia yeah. is where i've been going i've actually been using the strategy wiki for for gameplay because i i found it easier to read Uh, And they also do this cool thing with each area. They show you all the Pokemon you can catch. And then they show you the number of Pokemon you should go catch. Like, hey, Mm -hmm. go catch a Weedle. He'll turn into this. And that'll be good in late game. Or go catch a Metapod. He'll turn into this. And that'll be good for you now. Like, that sort of stuff I like. But the Bulpedia, it has offensive and defensive types for each Pokemon. And then it has times two times one and a half. For all the different types. And I, I'm like wait. Is this offensive? That's... They're offensive or they're def- Like
1: what is. And it's, it's just it's, a okay. terrible this, way of writing is, it. Yeah this is my understanding. Is it's. When you attack a Pokemon. It is the type. Of the move you are using. Versus the type of that Pokemon. Yeah. So I, I don't really think of it as offensive defensive. It's like it's like, hey, a flying move is very effective against a bug Pokemon. You know? Whereas that bug Pokemon may not know any bug moves, but if it's a bug Pokemon, it's it's weak to flying moves. Yeah. Um and I, I the other f- thing is I what I found when I started playing Pokemon a while ago, I want to say like back in like 2013, 2014, was I found this big chart. I don't know if you've seen it but it's like a big chart and it's color coded. And it's one of those charts where like the, it has all like 10, 12 types or whatever across both axes. And then you just go like, okay, this type, this type, and you find it. And it says like red for two X, whatever. And I literally printed that out and I had that with me. And that helped me a lot. I Um, a hundred percent agree. The types can get confusing. There are so many types and it's really after playing games like slay the spire and inscription and, um, monster train that do a fantastic job of if if there's a card and the card says, like, you know, plus two damage every round. If this happens, you can hover over it or or click the card or whatever. And boom, definitions right there. This is exactly what this means. This means this means. I would love for Pokemon to do that. For you to be like, I have battled this Pokemon before. It's not my first time seeing them. So, boom, this Pokemon is this type, and you know that because you've seen them before. And then you go over your move, and it's like, this is going to stun. And then you would hover over stun, and it says like, stun is blah 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 blah. Like, there are so many, mecha- there's so much mechanical depth to Pokemon, which makes it a fantastic game. But they do a terrible job at surfacing all those definitions, or even just mm. like basic reminders of what does what. And and I I hate that upsets me as a gamer, but what really pisses me off is this has happened to me, and I will I will never do this to you, Will, is that when I talked with friends about it, and I said, hey, I'm enjoying Pokemon, but... This types is confusing. People were literally just like, how do you not know the types? What are you, an idiot? It's not that hard. And it's just like, you've been playing Pokemon since you were a fucking three-year-old, all right? I'm just <laughs> hopping in the first time, and this thing is horribly complicated on the mechanics, and it's not surfacing it. And I have to keep looking it up. And they're like, no, you're just an idiot. It's not that complicated. It's like, no, it is. And they need to do a better job of surfacing that stuff. You know, it doesn't need to be in your face all the time. But if I want to look into it, a menu or two deep, give me that info, you know, yeah. and it's just not there.
0: I um it's funny you saying that reminds me of a conscious choice I made I wanna say in high school, it might have been after high school, which was pre this choice, anytime someone hadn't heard of something or seen something or played something, mm-hmm. I would always be like, How have you not played that? That's like you're not I wouldn't say yeah. you're stupid stuff. So yeah. It's weird. It's just I don't know why I'm talking about this. You made me think of it, but now when someone's like, "Oh, I haven't seen Master and Commander, one of my favorite movies," I, I just go, "Oh, you should watch that. It's a great movie." Like I, 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 it's I got so sick of internet culture yeah. of people being like, yeah. "You haven't seen that? How could you not like that?" Now anytime anything surprising like that happens, I just go, "Oh, you you don't know that?" So I I, I know exactly it's what behavior. you're talking about because people. Yeah have always done that with with Pokemon in particular, when I tell them I haven't played Pokemon and they'll be like, what, you haven't played Pokemon?
1: Um, Yeah, just to be clear, I didn't do that to you when you told me you hadn't played Pokemon. I did that to you when you told me you didn't like Pokemon and Pokemon was stupid, which led to the Pokemon series. That's true. That's true. Very true. (laughs) The slight Um, difference, very slight difference. But (laughs) yes, so long story
0: short, uh, I'm excited to play more Pokemon uh I as of now we're planning to do it You know what I this could Saturday
1: at two PM Eastern.
0: Sorry, I just remembered I could do it Friday. Um I could do it Friday. So I'm streaming for Extra Life uh from seven to nine. Like You're streaming? <laughs> I, I I'm I'm on a stream. We're playing I oh, suggested okay. playing super uh Mario Superstars. So uh, I'm gonna join the stream on that. Uh it should be fun. Um
1: but, I, uh, I don't mean to put this on you, but if you wanted to stream 5 to 7, or 5 to 6, I'd be down. Okay, so you can't do after? <laughs> well, I can do after.
0: Because I was thinking after that, just do 9 to whenever. Yeah, that do, works for me. Uh, the only reason is, we this is a little behind the scenes for everyone listening, we had talked about doing Sunday, but I'm getting my booster on Saturday, and I'm just afraid I'm going to feel sick on Sunday. That's do and the other thing that. is...
1: Folks, we're going to pack some plugs next weekend, which means no weekend stream next week. We're not doing a Thursday stream. Uh, we will have local chapter and Wednesday. Basically, our schedule is kind of shot for the next week or two. And the problem is we just started this series. We want to strike while the iron's hot. We want to strike while yeah. Will wants to play Pokemon because he has to finish the whole game. So let's just get a chunk of it done. And uh, we're talking a lot about Pokemon. But it's a fun series. You guys should tune in. Pokewell, just start it.
0: Yeah, it's great um so yeah that's that's kind of been my journey with the game boy so far um the other nice thing about all that stuff being cheap is i put it all over my amazon wish list for christmas that my family does because i'm like you know what just order me nonsense um because like there's a bunch of 3d printer upgrade stuff game boy upgrade stuff books and that's all i ever want for christmas so well except for my two front teeth um ian gibson uh ian yeah. janet gibson as i know you uh uh-huh. what have that's you been- better
1: than my real middle name so
0: <laughs> what, what, what have you been playing
1: uh i've been playing a little bit of final fantasy 7 remake we talked about this last week we were on right because the week before
0: anyways, thanksgiving i'm sorry
1: uh we played some final fantasy 7 remake uh i'm sorry i've been playing a little <laughs> bit of it uh I'm probably four or five hours into the game now. I I, I kind of have this conflict with this game, which is, like I talked about before, I really enjoy playing this game. But I mentioned it to you earlier. I sit down, I play this game for 30, 45 minutes at a time, and then I'm pretty much done for the day. Like, it's, it's, such, a, it's, it's such a fulfilling game that I play 30, 45 minutes of it and I go, yeah, that feels right. And then I turn the <laughs> PS5 off. And it's weird. Like, I, I'm not sure I'm going to play this game anymore, honestly, because it's it's just so fulfilling. But it's not super drawing me in. And that is 100% me. That is not the game at all. And um, it's just kind of a weird experience. And so I f- kind of feel this conflict where I'm like, well, if the game is good and I'm enjoying it, then I should play more. And there's a little bit of guilt of, like, I feel like I'm doing the game a disservice. But at the same time, I'm not disrespecting the game. I respect you, you know? I'm saying only positive things about this game other than the god-awful ps4 30 fps and then the ps4 to ps5 <laughs> stupid upgrade path but that's not you that's not you square enix um but i'm just not playing it the truth is i look well i gotta be honest with you i haven't played this game since saturday which is what four or five days ago wow i i have picked up a different game oh no I picked it up on sunday wait you didn't write this I've on played- the list i played 15 hours of it so far. I've been playing Pokemon Fire Red. No! (laughs) Yes, yes. Look, here's what happened, all right? We've been talking about Pokemon for months, and I was (laughs) thinking about... um, I've been wanting to play Pokemon for months. I was like, I'll get the the Diamond Pearl remake. It turns out they're not that great. Also, they're like 50, 60 bucks. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to put it down. Then I I booted up my 3DS on Sunday, and I just magically had all these games (laughs) on it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like, I didn't know Pokemon Fire Red came out for the 3DS. That's wild. And I booted it up. And I sat on the couch and Maggie watched some documentary about a German serial killer. And I played Pokemon for six hours. And folks, it's a good game. I'm really enjoying Pokemon. Um, I don't want to rehash it too much. I just... I. I didn't want to tell you cuz I felt a little guilty but then I realized it's a really good surprise. <laughs> I hate you. Um the weird thing is though I uh, this is kind of like my professor Layton moment from earlier this year where I played 6 hours of a professor Layton <laughs> game before realizing I'd already played it. Um I'm really good at these like, puzzles. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> I will say though who knew a professor lane game could be so replayable <laughs> if you just put it down for like 5 6 years um I went through this like 5 6 hours of this game before I realized I was like wait this this feels very familiar and then I remembered I played Pokemon Let's Go Eevee which is a remake of Yellow which is the exact same region and it And kind of the same story as far as I can tell. So I'm still enjoying it. It's just I do have a bit of a gripe with the Pokemon series, which is it feels like not just in remakes, but also in like reboots, but also like sequels. They reuse a lot of regions and they don't really change it. Like I never knew yellow was that much the same as red and blue. Yeah, Um,
0: you just get a Pikachu at the beginning. They follow you around.
1: Yeah, it's just like. I that's my one gripe is I feel like well, I feel like people have this gripe with the Pokemon series anyways is they have not. Oh, thank you. They have not. Um, I got a little present. They have it's not audio uh, podcasting. Oh, I'm sorry. Here it is. It's a wheel for my robot vacuum. <laughs> um, anyways. uh Pokemon's great. Guys, play some Pokemon. It's a lot of fun. I, I will say to will to other people. I am looking for. I think I'm gonna finish Fire Red. I have about half the badges so far. I'm not sure if I'm gonna do Elite Four or not. I think if I'm gonna, I think I may play another Pokemon game after this, and I'm not sure if it's like Black, or if it's Black Two, or if it's the original Diamond Pearl, or if it's Platinum. I heard Platinum's good. I I kind of want to play a DS or a 3DS one. Actually, not a 3DS one. I played both 3DS ones. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm, tell me what Pokemon game to play next. You played you why? Know? Yeah, I played Y, I played Sun, and uh, Let's Go Yeeby
0: a little bit. Yeah, I was trying to think, I was thinking of that too, because I was already post-planning. I was like, oh, what other Pokemon game should I play? It was a little bit from the research I did too. But I think after this, I might play Ruby or Sapphire, because I played those when I was a kid. Uh, Those
1: are GBA ones.
0: Yeah, and then the only other ones a lot of people recommended was Black and White are very good. And then- I
1: I feel like EXP share very early on is is a hard, almost a hard requirement for me because I I don't want to grind too much, and even in Fire Red I'm doing a decent amount of grinding, and you you have to catch 50 Pokemon before you even unlock EXP share, and I'm not doing what you're doing, which is like trying to catch every Pokemon in every area. I'm 16 17 hours in, I've only got like 30 Pokemon caught, so it's like, I feel like by the time I get EXP share. I'm, I'm already going to spend way too much time grinding. Yeah. So, Let it be
0: known. I don't, know. know. don't want to do that. I just, it's the only thing I can do and I want to keep playing the game.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyways, let's stop talking about Pokemon because yeah. we can talk about more of it next week. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I was going to say it's wild that your 3ds just has that because the advanced wars I'm playing is the Wii U version, but I managed to cram that disc right into my virtual console, uh, right into my, uh, game boy. So what,
1: uh, Advanced oh, Wars was a oh, the, the virtual, virtual Wii U. console. Yeah, so it,
0: oh, the the ROMs weird. I have specifically specify Wii U version,
1: <laughs> gotcha. which is very funny gotcha, to gotcha. me. Gotcha. Um, yeah, it was surprising. I look, I don't want to talk about it too much, but um, folks, it was very easy to do. I told and you, it's
0: great. That's how I. I uh, great. I. Um, I mean, oh, you should play Dragon
1: Quest: Journey of the Cursed King. It's already on there. Oh, I may so start good. that after Pokemon. <gasps> i i may because originally i was like i was like i need a game to play while i'm traveling to and from packs unplugged and while i'm there i don't really feel like being in the switch because it's a little bigger and oh. i don't have a good switch game so i was like i was like uh, i'll crack this open i'll get some games on here maybe and i'll play and i'm i'm, I'm good i'm ready to go let's stop talking about pokemon is not stop. a podcast
0: um folks uh in in the news this week so pokemon uh no Uh, so that's all the games we've been playing which means it's time for me to play the news music which boy can I just let you know how much we underestimated the length of that in the Thanksgiving episode Uh, as Kyle said we're about 30 seconds short uh, which I think we're about 15 seconds short Uh, yeah it was wild okay here we go I'm gonna play this
1: I forgot the beginning part. That's the problem.
0: Here's the news we're talking, talking about, about. News.
1: It's gaming news.
0: What's, up news. What's up news? I still marvel over how well that recorded. Um, folks, a lot of news this week, and by a lot of news, I mean not that much news. Um, it's funny how much news I receive nowadays in the gaming sphere, and do not. Uh, like I try to have the notes open and just paste it, but half the time I read the news it's in the uh it's in my work news feed and they're in progress articles. So when I click on them they technically four oh four because I don't have website access. So I And then you can't really link. So it. I read the yeah. headline and go, that's interesting, and then I forget about it. So I need to start yeah. checking the final final web game spot.com for all your news folks. Um GameStop. Yes, GameStop. News and games. Curse. It's a curse. Uh, Folks, a lot of news this week. Ian Gibson, anything you want to talk about? I started organizing this, and then I said no. Um,
1: It's just like... Let's start with a funny one, which is uh, Battlefield 2042 has a mode called uh, Portal Mode. Uh, Portal Mode is all about how you, you can create... Your mode, custom rules, custom uh, weapons. They bring in weapons and vehicles and and maps from older games like 1942 and Battlefield 3, I believe, and and other stuff like that. Bad Company 2. There is Portal. There's the normal Conquest mode and normal multiplayer modes. There's also their... I forget what it's called, Hazard Zone or something, which is their squad mode, kind of like a dark zone. It's it's just fallen flat. The whole game's fallen flat. Anyways, uh, they don't have a battle royale mode. They said it's not possible. It's going to be too hard. We're not going to do it. So somebody somebody went in to Portal mode and just made a custom battle royale inside of Battlefield 2042. This this is this is so hilarious. This is uh, this is from Christian Mueller who is a self-described, quote, masochist who plays the PC version with the controller, unquote. He implemented some of these crazy workarounds. Um, you know how there's a circle in uh, Battlezone, right? So you can't, you can't just have a circle on the map, but enemies show up on the map if they shoot. So his circle is just uh, 24 bots in the shape of a oh. circle <laughs> that show up on your map as enemies so if you look at your map you see a whole bunch of enemy icons in the shape of a circle and those teleport and move in as the match goes on that's awesome um there's no loot on there's there's kind of loot on the ground but it doesn't work that great in battlefield Uh, honestly like you're supposed to be able to pick up enemy guns and for the first like three days that the game was out you couldn't even do that i believe uh but anyways um There's loot, but you have to, like... It's random. It's a little spot on the ground. It's like, I think it's just a generic icon or something. And when you go over it, it says loot here. And I think if you, like, crouch four times, then it gives you a random item. (laughs) Uh, That's incredible. It, Folks, it has the gulag from Warzone. So if you die, you respawn somewhere else and have to fight somebody. And if you win, then you get back in the match. Um the uh you get to parachute into the map and then the other crazy thing is because the the game supports 128 players 28 are the ai in the circle this is a hundred player battle royale there's also a pregame lobby um it's it's insane one of my favorite things was that um the the bots that are around the fence they he couldn't completely alter their code so if you get too close to them they, they try and melee you so if you try and run out of bounds not only do you take damage for being out of bounds but when you get closer to the border if you get clo- too close to one of the bots they knife you <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome this is just i i love this because this is like player ingenuity this is somebody saying look i understand your game and you said you don't want to put this mode in here etc cetera, etc cetera, but i'm going to like push it to the limits he talks about how this game this game mode doesn't run well because he's running so many custom codes and commands that it's that it's like too much for a generic portal uh server to handle because basically the way you, the game works is you say i want to play this type of custom game and on the back end ea spins up a, a server for your game mode to play in and anybody can join and he thinks that those server instances are not strong enough to run all the code so it's it's a little glitchy and buggy wow. and it runs slow but it's insane to see somebody use the tools in this, quite frankly, broken game where I feel like Portal is the only success they've had, the Portal mode, and for somebody to use that and uh, just create something crazy. I I love it. I, this is like, like Speedrunners breaking a game. This is uh, kind of a Cinderella story for a game that generally sucks but has this positive thing about it. This is about crazy dev stories of, oh, this is how it works. It's a train on their head type mm. of thing. This is... That's wild! Awesome story. Um, uh, yeah, that's that's super cool.
0: Um, what makes me want to check it out? But I guess there's oh. that that uh, I don't want to download it.
1: I don't care if it's free. I don't know. I don't know if you were there. I don't. I don't think you were there for that week. But there's a 10, 10 hour free trial for uh, Game Pass subscribers right now because there's a ten hour free Battlefield 2042 trial as part of EA Play, which is part of Game Pass. Anyways, I played about an hour and a half of it, and I was done. I I didn't even enjoy playing against bots like in a in a let me start up my own match with a bunch of bots and me, which is one of my favorite ways to pass the time in any shooter. The game's just broken. They're bringing some new stuff in, but it just doesn't feel good. It doesn't run good. They just have too much borked in it. And it's a big shame. And it explains why today they announced that there's a huge shakeup coming for the Battlefield franchise. Uh, Will, you want to run through some of these highlights?
0: Yes, I'm glad you brought this up because it kind of segues perfectly from uh, the fact that most people who play Battlefield 2042 love the portal mode because you can literally play the older games in it. And so, oh, God, oh, God autoplay I, videos I just did the same thing. on the website yeah. <laughs> um anyways article God, from chris pariah, Par- pariah. pariah how am i pronouncing things Pereira and any McCooch, uh two of my co-workers on thegamespot.com uh i i don't know if they broke the story but this is the story everyone was linking to on twitter
1: yeah
0: uh so I, i'm not sure anyways um Dice has a sorry, there's an there's a paragraph I picked out, but it says additionally. Uh, anyways, there's a big shakeup uh following uh Battlefield. Um sorry, I, I lost my place. Uh Dice uh general manager Oscar Gabrielson uh is leaving the company to pursue new endeavor outside of EA. The shakeup also includes respawn's Vince Zampella, who is the co founder of Respawn. Uh people who made Titanfall, Titanfall 2 and uh, apex legends and uh that star wars game jedi fallen order rogue Squadron 3d to the Outcast, um taking on a bigger role as a new over, overall boss of the battlefield franchise while well, halo designer marcus leto uh famously for that what was that game that wasn't very good uh oh is that that guy the yes. weird cover bike thingy cover bike game that shut down pretty quick uh He's building a new development team. They announced this a while ago because we had this conversation. He's uh, heading up a new development team in Seattle, uh, focused on injecting more storytelling into the Battlefield universe. I'm not sure if the... Disintegration. Sorry, Uh, disintegration. Disintegration. Uh, I know they announced earlier the Marcus Leto Seattle thing. I don't think they said earlier that it was a storytelling in the Battlefield universe. And then Ripple Effect, this ties back in, the creators of the portal mode that people love so much uh, are officially developing a new Battlefield experience for Battlefield 2042 universe hopefully means uh, they kind of get more rain over that because it feels like they were the ones who were doing a lot of cool stuff Uh, and I'm not sure if that's by choice or by what was kind of forced on them Uh, it says here EA told GameSpot that Dice Ripple Effect and Letters New Studio will be working together expand on and improve Battlefield 2042. Um, so who knows, maybe in a year Battlefield 2042 is is a better well-run oiled machine. Um, I can understand that they're positioning all this stuff as additive to Battlefield 2042. A because they well, just launched it. Oh
1: no, 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 they are not. I don't believe so. This this is part of the Battlefield universe. So I, I think the only thing they said was uh new games and experiences. So Ripple Effect is developing a new Battlefield experience in the 2042 universe. Yeah. But I, the storytelling may be outside. So th- they are talking about multiple games here. No, no, I just know that. I'm saying, out of 2042.
0: I'm saying they said immediate future, those three studios oh, are working okay. together to expand upon and improve Battlefield 20. 20- I'm saying I, I mean, think that's... Quite frankly, the- it's,
1: it's all hands on deck for that game because it's...
0: Right. Tank-ish. So my my point is, I feel like they're putting that in there either one because that game just came out and they want people to know they're working on fixing all those problems to hopefully get players back and two I feel like they're just hey let's fix this game up as well as possible and then slowly drop those teams off to go work on like add the people back into those universe stuff so uh, I'm excited to see more universe stuff I hope literally maybe reading
1: between the lines but I hope that's just Battlefield Bad Company 3 (laughs) um uh, I think so. I think the story thing really points to they're going to try and get back to a story mode. And uh, I think Bad Company 2, I don't know if Bad Company 1 had a story. Yeah, Bad Company 2, it. I feel like, yeah, so those are pretty much the only, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe those are the only Battlefield games with a true single-player story because the other single-player modes were like, we're going to jump you around between different characters and different experiences of the war. But those two games actually had uh, three continuous had a continuous characters. I think oh, that's three right! Was it all did. together.
0: I never played three.
1: It, it's it still jumped around a little bit, but yeah, it did have it did
0: have a story. Bad yet. Company one and two campaigns are so good. Two good. starts off with the World War Two like thing, that's really neat. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, I, for me, uh, sorry, just to finish this thought, Bad Company multiplayer yeah. is where I got into Battlefield, so like I'm very used to that stuff, and uh, and as well as 1942 or oh, sorry 1943 and uh Battlefield Bank Company Vietnam. Vietnam is where I really got into Battlefield stuff so that's like the style I really like for those games and the um yeah. just
1: how they're structured so
0: I- i'm i'm excited if that means they're they're working on another one of
1: those yeah i i want to be excited about this cuz like we we were talking about this in the subpixel discord join now uh earlier today and <laughs> um the Battlefield series is in a bad place. It's it's kind of where Far Cry is in terms of they keep putting out the same game over and over again. And there is not enough of a positive change, let alone really any change other than setting, to grow the fan base. If anything, the fan base is, is stagnant. And now with 2042, it's dropped off. Um, and, and I think they really need to like completely reboot this. And quite frankly, I'm not sure that I trust anybody at DICE because they did such a poor job with Battlefront 1 and 2. And they've been doing such a poor job with Battlefield that they really just need to, like, hand this off to another studio or or just clean house. And, And I'm not saying that means people need to lose their jobs, but I don't trust them with Battlefield anymore. Um And so I look at this being like, okay, this is positive news. This is in the right direction. But then I start reading between the lines or I'm sorry, I start reading like literal lines in here. And it's things like this. There's so much there's so much like executive like gusto behind this that like I have a quote here in this article. EA CEO Andrew Wilson has said the company may eventually develop a free to play Battlefield game. Um, and Zampella said the company is exploring every possibility as it looks to grow a battlefield to help it reach its full potential. Uh, and I have one more quote here from the EA COO as a whole, we're all in on battlefield. It is one of the most important and valuable franchises in the industry. Collectively, we are out to unlock its enormous potential. This is a cash cow for them. And they're looking at call of duty decline and they're looking at battlefield and going, We should really make 12 Battlefield games a year. We should make mobile games. We should make free-to-play games. We should have a Battle Royale. We should have a Battlefield Warzone. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing inherently, but if you can't even put out your single AAA title every couple years and you put out 2042 and it sucks to high heaven, I don't trust you with 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 milking that cash cow and putting out other games. I just don't. You know, this, this, I, my pessimism is screaming because this sounds like them going, guys, we have, it turns out Battlefield is actually really popular IP. We should really milk this. And that, that makes me worried. I trust, I trust Zampella, but I don't know. I I don't know. Am am I out of, am I out of line here? I'm trying not to be too pessimistic, but I'm reading this as like a huge marketing push of them being like, let's just really milk this. Let's just, let's do it. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think it would be pessimistic if the games had been good up until now, but it's kind of Mm -hmm. a track record, and I think, I almost, like, I don't think you're being pessimistic, I think you're being, like, optimistic that it's, like, it could be good, but it it probably won't be, you know? Uh, I think that's the only, like, if you were saying you think it's going to be good because of this, like, I would never call you pessimistic from what you said, I think you could only be optimistic in this situation. Because of their track yeah, and, and record. I,
1: and I think I think part of this puts me in a bad mood. Honestly, is I don't think this headline is very genuine. The headline is, "Battlefield franchise undergoes major shakeup," and that that is a much more negative headline that makes it sound like they're coming in and saying, "Look, we need to clean house a little bit. We need to shake things up because the franchise is not in a good place." And I don't think that's what this is. I think this is them going in. Uh, This isn't a real headline, you know, I'm not good at writing headlines, but this is like EA announces they are going to expand battlefield into multiple games and giant franchise for them to milk money from, you know, so this, this is not them being like, hey, we're sorry, 2042 is a bad game. We're really gonna, we're not just gonna put out patches, we're really gonna look at who's touching it, who's designing it, who's producing it, and we're gonna shake all that up. This is them going, no, we're gonna make more battlefield games. Even more than just the main line. We're doing a whole bunch of spinoffs. Get ready, guys. And that's, I don't think, I, I think it is, it's ballsy of them to come out to this. To be like, hey, look, we know this new game is literally the worst launch in the entire series history. But, guys, we've got 12 <laughs> more games coming for you. And it's like, what the heck? You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, this is a switch of route. This is them trying to misdirect and don't fall for it. Put their feet to the fire. They need to make a good game. Battlefield's a great franchise. Make a good game. Oh! Uh,
0: (laughs) uh, Just to round out the news, um, Rebecca Kutaz Kutaz is replacing Gabrielson as the the general manager of DICE. Uh, She is formerly the um, studio director for Ubisoft Annecy, uh, uh, whose first big game was Steep. And Riders Republic of this year. They also helped on Division Two and Splinter Cell game. So cool. She is replacing him, uh, and it seems like he'll be on for the rest of the year to uh, transition her into the role, which is exciting. Um, enough about Battlefield. Um, well, do we do the Battlefield Should adjacent we? one?
1: <laughs> yeah, let's talk about this. I I put this on here. Because um, there's been a lot of talk about Titanfall, Titanfall 2, support for Titanfall, etc. Respawn came out with a note here today. I'm going to cherry pick from it. But basically, they said, Titanfall is part of our DNA at Respawn. Uh, We've made the decision to discontinue new sales of the original Titanfall game starting today. And we'll be removing the game from subscription services on March 1st, 2022. Which, uh, that makes sense. Because that game came out in 2013. It It was a launch on Xbox One, wasn't it? Or around then? So it's an old multiplayer-only game, so it makes sense they're bringing down the multiplayer servers. It sucks. Um, However, this last couple sentences, I'll read these in full. Rest assured, Titanfall is core to Respawn's DNA, and this incredible universe will continue today in Titanfall 2 and Apex Legends and in the future. This franchise is a North Star for the caliber of experiences we will continue to create here at Respawn. That's uh I, I don't think I'm reading too far into this to say they're talking about making a new Titanfall game here. I'll say it again. Today in Titanfall 2 and Apex Legends and in the future, this incredible universe will continue. I man, I I want a Titanfall 3. Don't you want a
0: Titanfall 3? I do. I'm I'm my mind is melting because Titanfall came out in 2014, and I feel like that game yeah. came out in like Oh nine. I don't know why.
1: It was a little old, but it, it was definitely a an a, a Xbox One launch. But did uh, I play I'm it? Not saying, I'm not I must have played around, it on PC. It I,
0: I thought I played it on the 360, but I must have played it on PC. Um no, I don't think it was on 360. Oh, no, it was on 360,
1: but I don't think I played it on 360. Oh. It was on Maybe PC, I think...
0: too. I, I remember I, Steam.
1: I remember I tried to play like the open beta on PC and they required that you have a 64 bit operating system and I wasn't there yet. And I was a little mad. I was like, that's a little bit new tech. Like my computer's great, yeah. but I don't have a 64 bit, you know. I,
0: yeah, I want, maybe I do have it for 360. I should check. Um, Yeah, that's, that's, I would like more Titanfall. Titanfall 2 was great. The campaign was amazing. Uh, yeah. I'm, I've never been a multiplayer person, but I had a blast in both those multiplayers. And I think honestly, I think the the Titanfall work they're doing in Apex Legends is really good. Um, Like they have proved that they can
1: really, really do that. And I I always loved the world building of Titanfall where it's like we have these mercenaries and these like weird multi military corporations and they basically are fighting over these these uh, colonial worlds and the whole the whole idea is like you send in the ground troops, but then you also have titans that fall from orbit as like your shock shock troops, your shock tanks, and whew, that's so cool. That's it was
0: cool. also cool because you played pilots, and there were grunts all over the map
1: who yes. were like running around. So yes. you were
0: like you weren't you weren't like the soldiers. You were like oh I'm special
1: out the gate. And I got to call yep. in my stuff. Yep. Yeah, it was it was really. So I I I'm just excited because it feels like Titanfall's been up in the air. It felt like it got abandoned right after. Titanfall, and there was a really good quote today, which is um somebody somebody was talking about the news for Battlefield 2042, and they said, Remember when they killed Titanfall 2 by releasing Battlefield like a week later, and now the creator of Titanfall is 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 taking over for Battlefield? And it's 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 really cool. Uh so I, I'm just excited for this. It it feels like between like the weird hack accusations and the constant DDoS. And Titanfall 2 getting killed off so quickly and Apex Legends being popular and then Jedi Fallen Order and people being like, where's Titanfall? And then the the one guy uh, who was like product manager or whatever at Titanfall and did the stream where he's like, guys, the robot games aren't happening anymore. It felt like Titanfall was in a very weird, uncertain place. So this I feel like this is a very strong week. Not not even a wink. This is them saying there will be more Titanfall. And I'm very excited about that.
0: Yeah, there was also the that designer who moved back to respawn and said, I'm returning to it feels like where we all began or something like that. Yes. So like it makes yeah. me think Titanfall for sure. Yeah. Um so from one uh unannounced game to another unannounced game, uh John Yang, who's a senior design lead, uh tweeted that he is joining Bungie as a senior designer design lead. Uh working on an exciting unannounced game, Bungie creates incredible new worlds, blah, blah, blah. He's thrilled to be partnering with them. Uh in the past he was lead systems designer at Blizzard. Uh who I mean, probably left there because of things. Um not not bad not bad on him, but bad on on Activision Blizzard uh uh but oh, it says oh, he. yeah he, he, yeah yeah so i just didn't want people oh, okay. to think okay <laughs> uh uh we don't know why he left we don't know why he left. Yeah. don't name Go any around. characters after he's john yang now. just saying he's a bungee now uh, yeah. um but it, uh, just here on his twitter it says he worked on wow diablo hearthstone uh and unannounced games. so that's exciting um i think not that Bungie's efforts are wasted on destiny but i feel like like Getting possibly having this other team or whatever this is working on something that uh, isn't Destiny Two. It could be Destiny adjacent. It could be anything. Uh, is neat. I would kind of like to see where they they take this sort of thing. Although it's probably just going to be a Destiny mobile game or something. But uh, yeah,
1: I, I kind of wanted to. I put this in here because I wanted to kind of. I wanted to take a quick trip to speculation nation. And um, love it there. I don't. I don't want to think about. I don't want to ask you what do you think it is. I wanna ask you, what do you want it to be? The next bungee project, it could be anything. What do you want it to be?
0: I don't know. Like part of me I is don't like know either, man.
1: I, I want it to be like Honestly I think what they really excelled at was single player experiences. Not that their multiplayer was bad, but they are trying really hard to tell some cool stories in Destiny. And they just get hidden so much by bad mechanics, bad, bad, like flow, bad, bad player progress. And I want them to just go back and be like, no, we're just going to tell a really solid, like 10, 15 hour single player FPS campaign story in a new world or even like a Destiny adjacent like I'm all for that. Give me that streamlined story experience right in my veins.
0: Yeah, I want that. I was thinking where do I want really good shooting? Um. Oh, yeah. And yeah, you know, mostly I think I just want uh, like uh, basically what you said word for word. And I want another dark, stormy Halo 3 ODST. Like I I thought that was such a and great grunt, experience. Grunt based?
1: Like grunt based not yeah. not your super soldier.
0: Like you're yeah. just in the middle of this world That's happening around you I think
1: that would be really cool um, Oh no, look, I, this is going to sound Very generic, but honestly the more I think about it I think it would be really good If there was more of like A Call of Duty 1 and 2 Grounded World War 2 Experience and Bungie did it That'd be cool That'd be good I don't
0: know why it's on yeah. my mind, but I was thinking like a dinosaur Shooter would be cool
1: um yeah i don't know i just i think i think bungie is so sci-fi fantasy weird that i think if they do any other sci-fi fantasy it's not going to be good enough you know
0: it'd be good it'd be really battle good that, they could do
1: a battle royale pretty good
0: or if oh man if bungie made a warhammer game like a like a high fantasy warhammer like not not necessarily Space Marine, but one of those cool factions.
1: Two months ago, this is not a bit. Two months ago, I had a dream that I was playing what? the new Bungie game. What I'm slowly remembering it. It was it was a four person co op shooter, but it was also it was also like a little bit of a battle royale because it was a bunch of four person squads but it was also a lot of PVE. And now that I think about it, it was kind of like, a don't take this too literally, but kind of like an FPS MOBA where you are trying to farm in this location, but at the same time, you're occasionally coming up against enemy squads. And it just had this like real grimy, like scorn meets destiny feel to it. And it felt really good. The shooting was so good. And it was like these matches of like, hour to two hour <laughs> matches where you're just like alright guys let's go in let's grind some hour loot let's get hours. out like like dark zone esque experience like Ooh. Tarkov but also more battle real in a way and it was where it's not like you're trying to win it's just like you're trying to get in and get out but there's other squads patrolling and there's other, other player squads you're fighting against and it just felt because it was always and it felt like a MOBA just because of those moments where you're like I don't know how much of a MOBA you've played I haven't played much either but there are always these moments in a MOBA where you're like we're grinding AI, AI, AI. Okay. It's time for a fucking team fight. You know what a team fight is in MOBAs? Okay, so so MOBA's is like, let's say you got 4v4, right? But there's all these AI. So like the first 20-30 minutes of matches is, is you just like fighting the AI and you're and you're buffing up. And every now and then, you know, one of the other enemy team may get out of position and you kill them. But then a team fight is when, like, for whatever reason. And honestly, it's one of the best things about Mobus. There are very few good things about Mobus is the <laughs> team fight, which is when I know I'm trying to be visual here, but you got your you got your teams on each side of the map and they're poking and prodding each other, but neither wants to commit to a fight because it's too it's too much. Because when you fight, you tend to like lose a little bit of gold. You lose a little bit of experience. It sets you back. It also like killing an enemy player gets you a lot of experience. So they, they say, like, don't feed the other team by dying to them too easily. So basically everybody nobody wants to fight. No no player to player wants to fight. But then there's a moment where they're like, oh, this guy's alone. Let's start fighting him. and then the other team gets involved, and all of a sudden, both teams are literally just like throwing everything they've got at each other, and it becomes this giant four v four melee, and it's just like pop, 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 like you've been building thirty minutes all your experience just for this moment of like, pop, 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 like everybody's popping off, and that's what it felt like in this dream was this moment where it's like, yo, you got loot, you got loot, yo, there's the enemy team, we want to, what do we want to do, what we, let's pop it, pop it. And we're like throwing nades and we're like we're over to like I'm down, come get, me, come get me, come get me, come get me. That's what I want the next bunching to be.
0: Wild. Absolutely wild oh, this prediction from Ian Gibson. I um oh. you kind of made me think I don't want to go too far on this, uh, but I would like uh in any battle royale where there's teams i would love a percentage chance that when a team is the last team there's like a percentage chance that the game makes another ring and all four of them are on different teams now and they have to fight it out Uh, but it can't be every single time because people will plan for it it's just a random time that it just is like be the last one you're like what Uh, yes like like it kind of reminds
1: me of of like the cool the cool concept in board games nowadays is the hidden traitor but one of my favorites is the unknown traitor like like there's a game i forget what it's called but i played it once and let's say there's five people in the game and at the start of the game there's six slips of paper you draw and one of them says traitor so there's a possibility of a traitor in the game but you don't even know if there is a traitor (laughs) that's pretty so good. the whole time you're pointing fingers and when i played the one time by the end of it we realized oh there is no traitor. let's all work together but it took the entire game it was fantastic that's that, like that's such a good idea it's like it's like small chance of chaos love it
0: that's like that i won't say what it is for fear of spoilers but there's a board game that we were playing and it and in the real version of the board game there's always someone who's a trader and in this version they didn't put a traitor in so you i had died and i knew yes. the answer but you and karen uh were yelling at each other saying you have to be the tra- traitor and 100 percent believing the other person was a traitor because that's how the we other the game only two works and you were the only two people yeah. left and you guys kept being like ian you kept being like the best part is because you both were so confident because you had to be right and so you were just like Karen, I know you're the traitor. Just like, what
1: are you talking? And she would be like, no, I'm not. It's just Then at the end, it was revealed. There was no traitor. The game lied to us. Oh, it so <laughs> it's so good. It's amazing. Oh, very good. I feel I feel like Bungie could do some incredible things. They have, they, there are so many elements of their game design that are incredible, but there's also so many elements that are just bad and are constantly and continuously bad, and they have had multiple chances to fix, and they just haven't. And I know that's a little bit more aggressive than you want me to say. But it's like, <laughs> uh, maybe maybe it is time to put Destiny on a shelf for a bit or or kick it off to the B team and let the A team have some fun with something brand new, you know? Yeah, totally. I think that's a good idea.
0: Um, I think we're going to call it there. Uh, only other quick hits here. There's a new Marvel Online MMO was announced at an investor, investor show. GTA Trilogy Definitive Edition patch coming out to uh, add that cloud cover and fix that rain. Farming Simulator Good. 22 breaks series records of 1.5 million sold in the first week. Uh this is after them they're I believe they're self-publishing or they they switched to yeah, publishing their own games, which is uh, kind of incredible that they did. Let me just read.
1: incredible. I'm right. Hey, um you ever get guilty? Yeah, 1st I've played publishing. Pokemon for a while. Like I didn't play Pokemon at all today yet, and I actually feel like I really need to check in on my Pokemon.
0: You I know? I haven't played since w- whenever because I can't do anything. So <laughs> uh, hopefully I'll play tomorrow, folks. Thank you. I gotta start the music, don't I? Folks, thank you so much for tuning in. That was fun. Uh, we don't often get these just Ian and Will shows because uh, I hate you, but uh, it was a pretty good, pretty good show today. Uh, I'm excited to play more Pokemon, so definitely, folks, check our Twitter, uh, probably tomorrow night, I want to say probably around 9, depends on how long Super Mario Party goes, uh, definitely check out, I don't know GameSpot's Twitch, but, uh, starting at noon Pacific tomorrow, uh, they are doing Extra Life on the Twitch, so definitely go cool. check that out and donate, or uh, or uh, talk in the chat. Or don't. Have some fun. Or don't. You don't have to donate. I'm not making you. Donate or don't. Donate or don't. Uh, I will be on at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so definitely uh, come check me out. I will be playing Super Mario Party Superstars. I actually ordered uh, a uh, Ethernet adapter for my switch so I had no lag mm. uh, Because the ethernet adapter I had just doesn't work for the switch So I right right one oh. that does work apparently and it'll be here tomorrow um, I think we've got uh, Saturday we've got more Pokemon Sunday possibly more Pokemon next tuesday more pokemon and next thursday i'm oh, sorry next wednesday is local chat we will be doing uh predictions for the game awards so definitely tune in for that i yeah. believe we will either have chris uh from save data on or possibly kyle from a Subpixel. uh chris is getting back to me and then i can tell kyle to f off or join in. we could actually have four people i don't care folks thank you so much for watching and we will see you all next week